0: Welcome back to Amerisogyny. I am your host, Hannah Blue. This is episode six: Suicide and social media. We're talking about the correlation between suicide and social media today. Yeah, we need to talk about social media. Social media is toxic, fake, an illusion. Social media saw an increase in people when COVID hit, but it's always been around. People had to stay indoors because there was nothing to do. So some apps, TikTok specifically, took off like a lightning bolt and it's done more harm than good. I recently deleted my accounts due to my content being suppressed on every account I made. My ideas, the subjects I spoke on, weren't toxic. They brought people together, but some folks didn't like that. But I realized I can share my ideas without the app and its constant, biased, stupid community violations. People report people just because they don't like what they say. And that's not the real world. You can't banish what you don't want to see and hear in the real world. So I decided, not to allow my voice to be silenced, but I also realized something else. Once I deleted my accounts, my joy increased. I wasn't watchful or wary of trolls. Those are people who need intensive therapy because they live to attack and bully others. My life was peaceful again. I set up another account, not to do videos, but to promote this podcast and nothing had changed. I also began paying attention to the number of influencers who committed suicide. People who had way more followers than I took their lives. They're no longer here. And there is a reason for that. Social media isn't real. It's not a real place. It's not real friends. Not family. It's a rabbit hole people fall down where they pretend to live other lives. For some, It's used to fill a void that never gets filled. That's why people die once they log off. Scrolling through videos doesn't solve any of your problems. They're still there once you log off. The voids aren't being filled by social media. And that is why people are dying. Social media is filled with judgment, bullying, People watch videos of people thinking they are more attractive when they're not. They're using filters. There are people watching people live in what they think are nicer homes. Some of them are not. Some of those homes aren't theirs. Some are sleeping on couches. People are telling you what to do, but they're not practicing what they preach. Everyone wants to be an influencer. But what are they influencing people to do? Lie be lonelier than what they were before they logged in you can get information in a book a research article a magazine you don't need people who live double lives to tell you about the world you need real friends and family that's what we had before social media and technology i think the days before social media and phones were warmer people got together at their homes People called each other instead of texting. People hugged each other. Have you noticed the decrease in this since technology took over? We've grown colder, less compassionate, less kind, less caring, more impatient, more controlling, more anxious, more jealous, more condescending. There's more of, I need to be right when everyone else is wrong and no one is right all the time. People aren't even getting up to thank God for another day. They're not putting on chopstick. They're not even bathing or brushing their teeth. They're waking up and getting on their phones to scroll and troll. And that's all they do. Their anger and frustrations are never handled. Because they're looking to the wrong thing and the wrong people to fill voids. And what happens when those voids are being ignored? They're growing bigger. They grow so big until they swallow the person up. That's suicide. When people say, I've had enough, I can't take it anymore. I want out. That is suicide. And suicide isn't a quick decision. It's a process. Days. Weeks months, years of your mind running a marathon and everything in your life are landmarks, people, events. Your mind is a racetrack. Anxiety, depression, PTSD, loneliness, and trauma are the runners and they run through your mind until they hit a wall and then the race is over. Now, what should happen in a good race? There's a finish line. There's water to refresh the runners. When your mind can't find that end, one that is good and comforting and nurturing, it will self-destruct. There's nothing good or kind or nurturing about social media that lasts. Because guess what? You have to log off at some point And so do the influencers. And once you log off, that's when real life begins again. And everything you ran away from is right there waiting for you. You're living with an abuser. He or she is right there waiting. You have a diagnosis. Social media wasn't the cure. We must get back to life before technology took over. Otherwise, we're going to have more people who don't know how to face reality. We have them right now. These people who go into schools and dance halls and kill people, their minds are in a different universe. Now I'm going to share some stories about influencers and celebrities who have taken their lives. And I will warn you, if suicide upsets you, don't listen to the episode. This isn't TikTok with idiotic censoring. There are too many people who are ending their lives while people get on social media scroll and look at videos that make them feel good. In the meantime, the people who are no longer here are often forgotten, and the issues they struggled with are forgotten as well. We cannot afford to do this because in the end, we are no different than they were. The same ills and struggles that plague them can plague us as well. I firmly believe if people feel understood they'll stop taking their lives. If they feel that people really hear them and understand them, they'll stop. If they can connect with something or someone, they'll stop. Life is not about hiding in a bubble and only seeing and hearing what you want to. Life is about helping others. Don't worry if you're not familiar with some of the people I talk about. They're from places all over the world But in their struggles, you may find that you have something in common with them. The first person I want to talk about, Nisi Wadehofer. Nisi lived in Houston, Texas, and she was very transparent about her struggles with mental health. She lent her voice to help her followers with their own struggles in mental health. She was only 31 when she passed. Now get this, she had 4.2 million followers on Instagram. And in the weeks before she died, she deleted almost all of her pictures, leaving only three posts. Now for this next influencer, the details are sketchy surrounding her death, but she was Asia LaFlora, a very popular TikToker. According to Lee Daly in an article written by Jasley Mary, Asia shot herself in the head. Like Nisi, she was on Instagram with 49,000 followers. She deleted the account shortly before her death. She also had approximately 500,000 followers on TikTok. She was a beloved influencer who made a huge impact on people at only 18 years old. Now, we don't know if she struggled with mental health issues, but a lot of people do on TikTok. And TikTok does nothing to protect them. These were beautiful women, both of them. But social media is deceptive. It gives the illusion that people who look like they have it all together really do. And that's not the case. Social media is a fake life filled with fake love and fake concern and jealousy. Now, that's not to say that people don't like the people they watch. I believe some do. But it doesn't replace real love and genuine friendships Asia didn't share her personal struggles or even if she was in a relationship. Social media connections are not real. At the end of the day, people log on TikTok for entertainment more than often at the expense of others. Which leads me to my next topic, parasocial relationships. Now I'm going to quote this definition. Parasocial relationships are one-sided relationships where one person extends emotional energy interest in time, and the other party, the persona, is completely unaware of the other's existence. Now, this leads me to situations I ran into often on TikTok that were very odd and uncomfortable for me because I don't worship anybody. A good example of parasocial relationships are fandoms and celebrities. Whether it's the Bayhive, Army, Blinks, Swifties, There are people in these fandoms that have severe emotional problems. I recently did a video on TikTok on a K-pop star and made a comment that something was off. He was on there drunk. He looked like he was sad. So I said so. I said he looked sad and something was off. I've never been one to bite my tongue. But it was one of the best videos because people from all walks of life told me they saw the same thing but they were afraid to speak out. And what they saw was he looked sad. No one tried to diagnose him with anything. No one said he looked like a crackhead. We all agreed he looked sad. But the people on the video said they were afraid to say it because they would get attacked. And I thought that was sad in itself. To be afraid to show concern for another human being but they were concerned and it was such a beautiful moment because it was a safe space for them to freely express themselves. Some prayed for him and I thought that was beautiful. Some expressed how he'd lost his childhood and we knew that. Almost everyone was saying how they hoped everything would go well for him except for the people who didn't like the video and felt we should shut our mouths. Hmm. I'm not going to let anyone silence me. I have been discussing the dark side of K-pop on TikTok for two years. And I wasn't going to stop then. These musicians or idols, as their fans call them, work a few years, then they disband. And some of them kill themselves and are forgotten. And what's strange about these parasocial relationships is you have people who go so hard for them. Who don't even know they're alive. So I'm going to tell you this. Whether you're a fan of a western artist. Or an eastern artist. Don't let anyone censor you. If you are a true fan of someone. And you see something that doesn't look right. Speak up. Say something. Discuss it with your friends. Even K-pop celebrities need to hear. Are you okay? Because at the end of the day. They're just people they are not gods. The fans with mental health issues are so focused on these guys, so engrossed. They won't allow any imperfections because they use these artists to soothe their own lives. Remember what I said? A lot of social media relationships are fake. You have some people who put them on pedestals and that adds a tremendous amount of pressure to the artist's They can't go anywhere without being recognized. They can't walk down the street holding someone's hand without their fans going crazy and not in a good way. That would make me miserable. And some of them were miserable and took their own lives. And today, I'm going to talk about them. The K-pop industry is very dark and very toxic. And South Korea, unlike North Korea, promotes a lot of images on social media. Perfect skin, beautiful clothes, great smiles, and that hides a darker environment. The industry has a lot of suicides. Some artists quit citing mental health issues and it's not addressed because South Korea doesn't wanna talk about it. There are roles for women created by men they're confined to. And if they break free of these roles, Meaning, if they say what's on their minds, celebrate their sexuality, or adopt feminist views, they're punished for it. Sometimes so severely, they take their own lives. Silly was a K-pop star who was 25 when she died. She worked for SM Entertainment. She had feminist views. She didn't like wearing bras, and she said so. And people tried to silence her. And that's exactly what they tried to do to me and the people on my video who were concerned about one of our favorite K-pop stars. Well, as you can see, it didn't work. But as for Sully, it did. She was bullied to the point of a mental breakdown. She was very transparent about how much pressure she felt from the industry and the toll it took on her mental health. She said, even close people left me. I was hurt by them and I felt there was nobody who understands me, which made me fall apart. She got on Instagram crying, saying she wasn't a bad person. And that was a result of the bullying. She also appeared on a South Korean TV series, Reply Night, where she admitted she was struggling with depression from online bullying and harassment. She said, my life is actually empty. So I feel like I'm lying to everyone by pretending to be happy on the outside. Everyone has a dark side in their lives, but they live pretending that they don't. Don't think of it as weird. She says she pretended to be happy and simply lived a two-sided life. I have a lot of issues with the K-pop industry. They do not protect their artists from bullying. They promote images of perfection that aren't true. And the artists are not even allowed to speak up if they're going through something. Sully had a friend who also took her life. Her name was Goo Hera. And before she died, she posted an Instagram story calling out her bullies. Now I'm going to read the full statement, but this is what jumped out at me when I discovered her years ago. She said, We have to be careful with our private lives more than anyone. We suffer from things that we can't even tell our friends and family. It's something that no one understands. So... There are some people who feel if artists are going through something, they can rely on their friends and family. This is someone who was in the industry who clearly could not. So it's easy to judge from the outside looking in, but we don't know what these people go through. She said, it's not easy suffering from depression. You say, I'm depressed because I'm at ease. Everything I have is something I gained by trying and working hard. And what she meant by that was people dismissed her suffering because she was a celebrity. And that's how people think. If you have money and fame, your life is perfect. And it's not. That's such an unfair assessment. She continued, Do you not know that you could also have depression and be someone with an illness? Where are the beautiful hearts that we can use to take care of each other's wounds? She closed by saying, You are free to express yourself. However, can't you think about what kind of person you are before posting malicious comments again? So she was bullied too. And that's what I hate about social media. You have these keyboard warriors. A lot of them need meds and counseling their damn selves. Things they post, the rage behind what they say the indifference, the coldness, it's awful. I don't miss it, not at all. There are people who really believe these Eastern artists and some Western artists too, have the perfect lives. They don't, and she was right. They experience things we never will, and they don't talk about them. They can't, because unlike Western artists who are free to talk about depression and everything else they suffer from, Eastern artists will lose everything they worked for. Imagine being blackballed just for trying to be human. That's the Eastern entertainment industry. Life is much harsher for them. Now, this was June 17th when she posted this statement. She died in November. She didn't last six months. Her ex was blackmailing her with a sex tape. This was a very young woman. She was 28 and all the industry does is put out a BS statement, ask you not to speculate, and then they're forgotten like a puff of smoke. And the same people who bullied them still walk the earth. They don't want anyone to talk about these dead artists because they know two things. One, they know what they did to hurt them. Or two, they know what they didn't do to help them. Some K-pop stans are really wonderful people. And some of them are toxic and selfish. The last artist I want to talk about is Jung Hung of the group Shiny. He was gorgeous and he suffered from depression for years. He was found unconscious in a hotel room and he texted his sister he was going to kill himself. He left a suicide note saying, I am broken from inside. The depression that had been slowly eating me up finally devoured me and I couldn't defeat it. He said his doctor blamed his personality for not being able to come out of depression. How crude and rude and sad is that? He went on to say, maybe I wasn't supposed to come up against the world. Maybe I wasn't supposed to be known to the world. I've learned that's what makes my life difficult. How come I chose that? That's what he wrote. What these three artists had in common, they were young, in their 20s, entertainers, attractive people, and they all suffered from depression. That should never be overlooked. People who don't want to hear about suicide are selfish. They want to see these perfect images, and they don't care what the person on the other side is going through, as long as they can entertain them. That is absolutely black-hearted to me. What can we learn from these five people that I discussed in this episode? Any environment that is toxic, where you cannot go to your friends, family, or doctors for help is one you should not be in. Two, social media doesn't help. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter if people like you. Living a double life or getting lost in someone's fake life Will not help you. At the end of the day, people with mental health issues need more than parasocial relationships to thrive and have peace of mind. They need meaningful connections based on true friendship, love, and support. Three, if you see the signs, speak up. Don't let anyone dictate what your place is. Your place is to be a genuinely caring and supportive person. That's your place. Suicide is not an easy subject to talk about, but we have to do it. There are people in this world who are literally suffering and they're afraid to reach out. Maybe they've been hurt too many times or betrayed. Maybe they don't want to be called crazy or ostracized. And some people don't know who to trust because everyone wants a piece of them. It's a sad life for some, but it doesn't have to be. We need to be the kind of people others want to reach out to. And I'm out of time. I hope this episode helped you in some way. Whether you needed to hear the information or to share it with others. I will be back with more stories. Take care. Be good to yourselves. And God bless.